You're listening to the Metamorphosis Podcast. What's up, girlfriend? Welcome to Metamorphosis with Mackenzie, where transformation and inspiration meet empowerment. Delve into the realms of science, spirituality, and personal growth as I share tools, powerful hacks, and captivating stories from my travels and experiences all around the world. Not only am I going to have you fully entertained, but as a self-love and glow-up coach, I'm going to have you on your way to your hottest, happiest, healthiest, and most successful self before you even know it. So sit back and enjoy or pop those AirPods in and get your hot girl walk on. Let's dive into it. All right. Hello, Caro. Welcome to the Metamorphosis podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I love to be here. <laughs> All right. So I was wondering if you could share a little bit about your background and your journey, particularly explaining your experience as a production designer in the movie industry and what life kind of looked like for you then. Yes. Well, like everything can I get started when I moved uh, to the United States. I'm original from Colombia, South America. And back in 2014, so I have this big dream that, oh, I want to be in the Broadway industry. Actually, I want to be doing some uh, theater um, jobs and, and, and work in, in, as a set designer. But then everything, you know, can I change a bit? And I ended up moving to Los Angeles back in 2017. Uh, so I started working in this industry. Uh, I didn't know a lot about this industry um, in terms like, you know, the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I knew how to do my work, but just like, you know, the, the environment, like everything, you know, um, around it, like how, you know, a movie got, you know, developed, like what kind of, you know, department or, or even, you know, the dynamics, I guess, like the dynamics. It, if you work in a in a film industry, you know that depends of every state. The flow, um, the workflow will be a lot different. Okay. So just like going through, you know, different states, it will actually gave me the opportunity to get to know how people get involved with the film, with the movies, with the concept when the story, like, you know, the kind of stories that we were telling and the way that we were telling them because that was my job. My job was like, actually, not, not only make it look good because that's how actually like everyone or just like production department, just like, oh, let's hire a really good production designer because we want, you know, the movie or the product looks good. But it, it goes beyond that it goes you know uh we have to create like a a concept that it can be authentic and really 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 connect with you know people's heart and and the story um has their own essence so that was a very interesting time i really enjoyed uh just working in the film industry getting to know a lot of places locations that i you know you will never or i i didn't you know never imagine that I can go to, to just like secret location yeah. or like a spot, like mansions, like get to know, you know, the story of, of those places, exteriors and interiors. Um, it was interesting. It was challenging a lot. 
um, because but, uh, by that time I got a like breast implants that I start develop um, some kind of like symptoms and, and, and issues in my cognitive, you know, development also like physically. And I started feeling a lot of, you know, tiredness, lack of energy, also anxiety, um, panic attacks while I was working. So for me to be on set, and when we are on set, we are no less than 13 hours. Yeah, that, that's wow. normal. That's a normal schedule. So it is, it is very intense. It is very intense. And when I started kind of like, you know, being more conscious about what my body was telling me every time. So I was very confused because I was like, okay, where that trigger is coming from? It's coming from the project. It's coming from this person or from one from my team that, I, you know, we're not, we're not flying, but I'm feeling anxious because it was also a lot of trouble involved and, and sometimes feeling that I, I didn't have a base. So it was hard for me to get grounded sometimes. Yeah. But just like overall the experience, I wouldn't yeah. change for anything. Like I, I travel a lot and I got to know a lot of cultures was my, my treat every time yeah. I got a project. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I feel like I completely can relate to the barrier with, you know, having a lot of travel and then also not really being able to ground very well because of that. I've experienced that firsthand and that definitely causes extra chaos to the nervous system where I think you brought up a really good point. It's like when you are experiencing anxiety or brain fog or, you know, different experiences, it can be really difficult sometimes to nail down what the actual cause is. I, I unmasked that after five years because it took me five years to to kind of like realize everything, a lot of, you know, therapy, a lot of, a lot of investment, a lot of investment in myself, some healing and, and then realize, well, and it start connecting all the points. Like, well, I feel like this because um, silicones are toxic. Yeah. Verilite has a lot of heavy metals and, and they're causing me this, like it was brain fog, uh, it was hemorrhoids, also endometriosis. Um, it was a lot of things that I, I actually didn't, you know, I didn't thought that I would have in them because I was also like living like a healthy diet. Right, so yeah. have A good relationship with, you know, food, but then just like ending up, you know, having, having all those symptoms and, and just not having a good time yeah. it was hard like horrible it was horrible I remember just like 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 um I said again being on set and just like having a panic attack and and not being even able to describe what I was feeling because it was the first time in my life that I was you know going through one yeah and, and I was like wow I remember that I had a boyfriend by that time and he also, you know, has experienced uh, panic attacks and he will describe them as a, you feel that your world is going to end. Even if it won't, you feel that. <laughs> and I start feeling that and I was like, wow, this is our field. 
like it's actually like it feels like that so they have so much power on, on you in your mind and, and, and everything and, and yeah that's that's actually kind of like the beginning of the experience and and also how i went through this five years um until i got you know explained when i got explained uh i actually i have to I have to break. I have to break for life. And I guess this is actually like a breakthrough. And okay. I want to like bring up this message because sometimes mm, we think that just to have a breakthrough, we need to keep pushing harder. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It was the total opposite. It was break. It wasn't even like push harder to have that breakthrough. It was just break. And, and, and that was amazing that, that insight that I got and that kind of like revelation in life, it was just like move to an island where you can break. And that might can sound a little, well, like not everyone can move to an island to break, to break through. I know, I know, no anyone, you know, but just like, it is. It was my soul calling. Yeah. It was yeah. my soul calling. So I have to, you know, pick up and all right, I'm moving to an island. So yeah. I met this island and it was amazing. I stayed there for three months and I was just like, what if I'm nobody? That's a really powerful time. And I've been in the exact same shoes a couple of times, I feel, because each time you transition and each time you go inward, and you learn more about your soul, and you learn more about who you are, and what's important to you, like, not just on the external level, right, like on the surface level of income production, like title, significance, whatever it is, but like, what your soul truly craves, and what's gonna make you happy, and make you feel fulfilled, I feel like each time you go through that, and you go inward, it's like peeling layers off of an onion, where you get closer to the core of your soul, and it allows you to become that more aligned and authentic version of yourself and I love that you say that you had to literally like run away and go live on an island for that because I can relate on so many levels like that was my nine-month trip around the world I had to literally run away from everything and maybe not run away but I had to create distance between everything that I had previously created for myself because I felt like I needed that in order to create a new version of me totally and that is also tied up with identity, like mm-hmm. what we believe that our identity is, like it can change. Yeah, it's, it's not fixed. It's not fixed. It's not something that you you gotta be tied up for the rest of your life. Like, oh, I'm I'm this. I'm like this, and this is what I do. So, in that island, I will say that I did a lot of healing, you know, journey, yeah. and. And more than that, it was just like taking the time to significate every single aspect of my life. Was yeah. money for me? Was self love for me? Was having a relationship for me? Um, everything, like even just going back and just heal your ancestors, you know, yeah. like what my dad. Uh, I didn't actually meet my dad by then. I didn't know my dad my, by, by then. So I was a lot of, you know, dive into that relationship that I, I never had. 
And then I was like, okay, it seems like I'm ready. Okay, so where my soul wants to go? What kind of work, you know, I want to do in, on this planet? It's not that my dharma wasn't being a production design. It was, I have fun, but now I want to do it from a different perspective and, and place. Yeah. Um, so I moved back to Colombia, to my home country. And I got, I told myself one day, I want to take everything out of my body that is not mine. Okay. I was visiting my, my doctor. And I was like, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take my boobs out. And he was like, You're not ready. And I was like, What, what? do you mean I'm not ready? He didn't want me to no nope. go home, read this. You are talking to me from an emotional, you know, place, and we cannot go to to surgery like on that state. Uh, but yeah, it took me two years uh, after the first conversation. Wow. That's why every time I connect with, you know, like a woman that, you know, is having this breast implant illness, uh, I tell them to just like relax, uh, just like be calm because it, it, it can be like a long process. And, and, and it is not a, like an easy decision to take. Even if you're feeling it, like, oh, this is something that, I, you know, my body is asking me just to get there to that day, a schedule, an appointment, just, you know, to have them wow. explain, it take, it can take a while. It's crazy because once you go and get your implants, it's such as an easy process. It's like, here are the boobs, uh, what size do you want? They right. actually don't explain to you, oh, there are different textures. This is, this is, uh, this texture is different than this. This one can be more to toxic to your body. Are you sure that this is the one you want to choose? No. Obviously, we'll not tell you that. <laughs> that that's not the storytelling, right? Right. But it's crazy because I learned that what kind of boobs I, I got, the texture that I, I got, and all the heavy metals that every time my whole body was getting. So it was interesting to, to actually do that, you know, research and start like helping women to actually like overcome um, that, that time and in their own experiences, because trust me, like I can tell you my experience is not as bad as other women's experience. Like it is, it is, I don't know. I've been actually talked to more than you know 500 you know women just like involved in this condition and they i guess the average time they have got the boobies you know for i will say 15 years wow 15 years on their body and no knowing so that's a lot of time like damaging your your body and i want to actually make this declaration right here is not that you're going to take your boobs out and all your issues, symptoms, and problems will disappear right away. It takes time. It takes time to your body, you know, to actually go back to, to, to a parasympathetic yeah. state, right? So what did that detox phase look like for you? 
uh, yeah, detoxing, uh, such as a beautiful experience, I guess, because it was just like, I don't know how to explain this. It feels like you left a partner that you knew that were toxic, but you still don't know where you are standing. Yeah. For, right? Like, yeah. You knew that you are just like one step forward. Just one step. And it's yeah. So good. Like, you know that this is the right direction. Yeah. This is, this is where I want to go. And, and I know that I have to stay here for a while. Yeah. Let's feel it. So just like my job actually was just like staying still. And wow. that and that's such as a hard job as well. Yeah. Because like I don't want to go back and 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 keep living the same life just because I feel rushed. Well, I feel, you know, I guess it's also I have never been addicted to coffee or cigarettes, drugs, you know, none of those. Um but I guess it's like when someone is trying to quit, you know, any of these addictions, but right. they still feel that in their body, right? Like, just let me smoke just one, you know, just one. So right. I was feeling like, what if, what if I just like go back to LA? I promise I would not be living the same life, but just like, you know, a little bit of comfort zone. Yeah. Because for me, just being in the home, you know, hometown, uh, next to my family, it was so uncomfortable. Mm. It was like, oh, I want to leave. Like, I can't, I can't live with my mom only for five months until, you know, I get figure out where I want to move next. Yeah. I can't stand her. I haven't been away for, you know, for 12 years. So please don't tell me that I have to go through this again and yeah. I have to heal and, you know, <laughs> and do a lot of like the, the, the healing wounds and with mom, grandma, and no, I don't want to take that, this, this quest. Not right, right. now. <laughs> and like, not right now. Like, I right. just want to take my boobs out and that's it. And, but I realized that if I would do that again, I was actually acting from the same place mm -hmm. or just the same way. And that hurts a lot. Just yeah. like, no, yeah. stay, stay there. You have to stay there. So I went to an ashram only four hours away from, from my home. I was there for a retreat. They have a volunteer like program. And, and I was like, well, it feels right for me to go through this. I've been in a detoxing, you know, mood and phase, been learning a lot to, you know, connecting to my body. You know, I know that I, we have heard this a lot, like listen to your body, but what it actually means, do we really know about that? And more than means that, I, do we really practice? Yeah, know? the embodiment piece. The embodiment piece. And I'm like, fuck it. If I already stopped career, and everything I might as well just go to this ashram for four months what is like four months in your life what can represent that in terms of like you know time mm -hmm. I, I won't be, be making money but I will be earning and learning new skills meditation you right. know rituals a lot of things so yeah 
that's fucking currency as well. Yeah, yeah, that that's it, right? more valuable sometimes than paper more money valuable. that you could be making, especially if it's money that you're making in something that you know is not serving you in the long run. Like you were saying, you know, you could have gone back to LA, you could have gone back into the hustle and the grind of things, but you knew it it wasn't what your soul was calling you for. And it takes a lot of fucking courage to sit in that pause because it's hard to work your ass off, but it's even harder to stay still and embrace the pause that you're put in. And like I said, I've been there. I've been on both sides of it and neither are comfortable. But until you take that pause and until you learn the embodiment piece of following what your soul needs and what your body needs and what you're being called to do from the universe, you're just, it's going to be like pounding your head up against a wall. Like you're really not going to get yourself any further. You're just going to be more uncomfortable by trying to avoid that. And it's crazy because also got, it got connected with this like phrase that is like, let life unfold for you, right? Mm -hmm. And if you have been doing things like by that time, if that's actually the time we actually, we met, we met through a mentor, like yeah. a business mentor, a digital business mentor, right? So we invest in this program. And, and for me, it was like, my mind was telling me, okay, Kara, so you already invest in this. Um, and now you, you, you are telling me that you're going to take another four months out and, and not going to be applying what are you just like learning and you're investing like when is gonna when you you're going to have return yeah investment right yeah and yeah when just, it, when's the payout coming <laughs> right it was just my mind again sabotage me my plans I mean it wasn't plans by then but just like whatever life was unfolding for me by that time so that duality it's just like okay so sure, I just like, yeah, obviously I, I just invest in this and now I'm going to just like leave this, just going to just leave it or just pause it. And just because life is unfolding like a new path or, or something for four months to, I mean, for me, and I guess I decide, yes. So I went to the ashram and amazing amazing it was just like out of my comfort zone obviously such as a heavy routine every time it was the bell sound 4 30 a.m we gotta be at the temple by 5 a.m meditate for two hours and then have a um, uh, it's called like curtain so we sing songs and then we share a topic and then we go to yoga class for another two hours and the first um meal was served at 10 a.m wow. by that time I was oh my god I was so hungry so so hungry all vegan stops new for me as well um and then finish the meal and then do the karma yoga the karma yoga was a volunteer job that I signed up for those four months to do it in the ashram wow and then and then the meal the second meal will be at 6 p.m and then we'll have to go back to the temple meditate again share yeah. and go to bed okay 
play it and replay it back again for four months. So this like, is this is like almost a proper like monk experiment, like or not experiment, um, experience. It was, it was, it was, it was. The only thing that changed is I wasn't wearing any orange, you know, attire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't like you know bow my head, uh, my hair. No, no. It was Carol just like living that monk experience yeah. in a jungle in Colombia in a beautiful place, having a nice river alongside, beautiful, that I actually, my free time, that was only like an hour and a half every day, that was the free time. Uh, I would just like go to the river, take a bath, connect with nature, see some, you know, birds and monkeys around and and just plant, also do a lot of like farm job. And that's it. And that's it. In racial, a lot of rituals. I yeah. fucking love that because you're gonna eat, okay? Your food, your meal is a ritual. So you, you stay still. And that's also like a thing that I, I I didn't learn, you know, from a child. Like, you know, that I always like eating by doing something, you know, besides mm-hmm. what should be. You know, you bring your meal to your computer. Yep, you're working. Mm -hmm. And that's such as a bad habit. Yeah. That's such as a bad habit. And then you're wondering why your tummy is sensitive to certain type of foods or you're, oh, I can't handle dairy. Oh, I can't. No, it's not that. It's just because you're not giving the time, you know, um of your body for your body to actually like digest food and yeah. just like open so yeah. i love just rituals how we ritual everything and do also ceremonies and the pool has i got my own mantra um i went all all the way all yeah in, like all in with this monastery thing and then i have to flew up uh, back to la just to do some paperwork um undone and, and that kind of like took me out of this because also can become, it can become your comfort zone yeah. for a little while. Like, yeah. because, you know, you have a workplace, you have your community, you have people like-minded, right? You don't have to deal with, you know, that. Yeah, something confrontational. Yeah. Yeah, no, because, you know, everyone is like, you know, alignment with you know nature and everything so it's a, it makes your things a little bit easier yeah but that's what I, that's what I actually like find out like later that I was to start getting too comfortable yeah and it was like this is too comfortable to me right now so I'm glad that uh, I left the experience uh, but I didn't stay longer because there are some people that I stay for a year yeah for their whole life yeah and then what and then how they're gonna face the reality because that's no reality that's just like you know fairy tale like environment where you guys are all together and living in harmony um but that's that's life has so much contracts yeah just that type of living yeah. Which you can you can choose a slow living, of course. And that has, you know, to do with 
what what, what kind of life you wanted to live. Right. But at knowing that extreme way. Yeah. No, I I relate so much to this. And I actually was just having the same conversation with a friend of mine out in Puerto Rico, um, where the discipline, the discipline allows your flow, but it is a very soft way of living. And then to kind of come back into the middle and take the bits and pieces, knowing that you want a little bit more to life than what you had in the monastery or the ashram, but also not the same life that you had created for yourself in LA within the production business. Like it's a happy integration of the two of them because you've seen both sides of that scale. Yeah, it's like a, this guy, Jay, Jay Shetty. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's also like a role model um, in this in this topic because it's like he went and lived such as a sim- like simple, minimalist, you know, yeah. type of life. And he's not now that he's not living it. He just, you know, on his dharma, but in the outside world. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so that leads me into asking you, you've since then transitioned into kind of the biohacking field, very heavy in mindset, mind work. And I know that when you and I first connected, you were building, you called it, was it the mind playground or the brain playground? Talk a little bit about how you ended up finding yourself in that field and what that's brought to you as the Caro that you are now. Yeah, that was so interesting just beginning to explore that you know the side of myself I guess because I never I never saw myself as a mentor or just like you know into this um um like role I guess but I wasn't until 2020 I guess you know the pandemic it changed 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 a lot of things for a lot of people I wish I could, like, uh, you know, my story could be different from everyone, but just like, oh, the pandemic, you know, changes or just make us do something different yeah. or just explore new things. And and I love, I love that this happened to us. Yeah. Um, and, and that, and that's what happened to me as well. So 2020, I was in LA, film industry got locked down as well. Yeah. All- all the projects, all the movies, you know, they were like, we don't know when are we going to go back or we're going to pick up the projects back again. Um, we just got to wait. And then I was like, this is the time that I needed. I went to rest. I, I went to go camping. I went to actually explore other, you know, inner child themes. And yeah. I guess that it came out from my inner child. Yeah. Like, it came out from my inner child need. And it was like, what can I do in this free time? I'm going to get crazy if I don't find anything to do. Let's play. And yeah. it's like, okay. So, hmm. and I was into this healing, you know, journey. And, and, uh, I, and, and I have more time to attend to some healing. Uh, sessions so these sound healing sessions were so connected to me because after you know finish a session I just got an like an awesome idea so I would just like write down the idea and and next day I would just on my on my wall I was just like I got like a the first neuroscience program 
Yeah. Just to reprogram people's mind. I was playing to be like a mental like coach that yeah. I have never played before. Yeah. But I was having so much fun that it came out so naturally. And and I the first time I I launched a master class, just simple thing, you know, um, like a master class and then like a program and then like a boot camp. And I was just testing myself in a good way. Yeah. And and just like just testing opportunities. But I, I never saw it like a like a business. It was just like, no, this is what I'm what I, I'm going to be doing while you know film industry pick up again. Yeah. And, and we go back to work, you mm-hmm. know. And and that when that is start actually happening again, like the film industry and it started getting, you know, those calls back. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to go back. I want to keep doing this. I want to just keep like playing as a mental coach performance or whatever. I like yeah. it so much. Yeah. And and I was taking classes and and I was studying a lot about the DNA, the creative. DNA that we all have and mm-hmm. we all born, but uh, just because um, childhood, you know, traumas, yeah. uh, bringing, you know, all of this thing just kind of like swipe it all. And yeah, just, yeah, completely shuts it down. Yeah, right. And I was like, no, we have a creative DNA you know, that you have, because not everyone thinks that they can be creative. Uh-huh. I used to be one of them. Up right? Until I like, them. Yeah. Like, a, no, I mean, nope. find different ways to solve things. What the hell is that? Yeah. And, no. and, it's, and it's so handy just for life. And, and I started getting so fucking just like, um, how can I say like, like it, I will get a candy rush. <laughs> like when I want to start creating, yeah. like I got an idea. I can. I have to write down this idea. It could be a great idea to share. Yeah. And it, my intention, my only intention, was share vision. Like yeah. this is my vision. I want to share it. That's it. Like it's not that I want to make money or or something. I mean, of course, if this is you know comes down to the road, like like yeah like it's something that I can keep you know educating myself and just like be more serious about it just treat it as a business um I'm willing to do it but in the first place it was just having fun and just play um and that's how the playground start like kind of like like burning and also rebranding people like just the concept of rebranding people like how can I help people to rebrand themselves because yeah. I felt that I actually went through a rebrand yeah yep. just a care of rebranded like you know mentally in terms of like soul also mm-hmm. hard like there is a book that is called like it's something about the minds um I guess like the million, millionaire minds. Mindset. Okay, yeah, 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 millionaire mindset. It, it is like from this guy from Mind Valley, being being. Yeah, what's his name? I met him when I was out in London. Vision, that's Vision. his name. Yeah. 
And, and I remember vision was also like talking about like, you're gonna have like soul sets, you know, mm-hmm. as you have like mindsets, soul, soul sets, health sets, um, and, and all of this. So I start like, like, like play, playing with this concept, like rebranding people. And then it can like everything come down to the same place, which is Calma, which is actually the, my personal brand, uh, Calm, which means like calm, because I got that not everyone, but most of people, we, we just like got stuck in a, in a noise state, mining state, you know, but just very, very noisy place. And then what we want to is just flow and go with life, right? But that's that's the end. But before that, we gotta step just like very still in a calm state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's actually the hardest thing. So that's actually the middle point of you know between the noise and the flow. Yeah. So what is it's just like calma. It's actually yeah. where we get to unify all our demons. Like, okay, guys, you listen to me, you listen to me, and this is where we going to do, or this is where we're going to move forward. Yeah. And and that's a beautiful, you know, mind state or face to stay. And and that's when when cal- calma actually like born. And and what I do is is it's all biohacking yeah. because yeah. then I connect the neuroscience behind also the creativity mm, because from, from the film industry, you know, I learned a lot about concepts and creativity and just like the, the imagination process and visualization. Like we have to do a lot of visualization, like, work because we don't know how the movie is going to look like we just get the script we just get the script and the script has to be transformed and that's a lot of visualization work and that's what we do every you know every day on our life so I took that from the film industry and, and and I put it in a human experience yeah, and and that's actually how how I uh, design all the programs and the and biohacking. Now, right now, the the most recent, I guess, like model that I, I have created actually um, with my partner, it is a brain hacking model. It is nine sessions uh, program where you are going through a brain hacking experience is like a mind shifting that goes from all of your um operated like software or system right so you get to know in a very conscious way why you are operating from that place so we upgrade your software from whatever it is 1.5 1.5 uh, to 2.0 to 5.0, whatever you want to get, we, we will elevate it for sure, uh, that software. And, and you get to un, unmask a lot of things that I, you, you never, you know, would think that those things were actually the one where like 
causing blockage or, or, or just energy, and not even energy blockage, but just like why things uh, was not like getting re like resolved in your life or happening, but just because, you know, just the way you were operating, it wasn't the, the right one for your version or your software that the one is yeah. running. So it's a lot of with body intelligence as well, because we practice, we practice a lot of things as well. We do a little psycho magic. I don't know if you have heard about the, you know, Jodowski. Uh -huh. it, it, it is, it is psycho magic, like exercises. It's just like facing, facing uh, those kind of like traumas or wounds that you have to heal, but just from a, from a very proactive or, or or experimental like place will put you in a place that uh, you have to actually like do some like ceremonies, ritual um, to actually like get to solve that blockage and just can I like, open that that door for you? But the yeah. more interesting thing is like at the end of the program, you are officially a biohacker. Like yeah. you, you got so much tools that next time you are stuck or something like doesn't matter what type of you know things you you're feeling stuck you are gonna be capable to you know identify what's actually the issue the problem and right. what will be the, the the right thing for you to bring over to work it out and that's actually bio that, that that's biohacking that, that, that's just been hacking something on your system so you're gonna feel like a like a pro like a master really really like a master of your life and yeah. i feel that that's something that i wish should leave like everyone should should experience you know that feeling yeah yeah no i agree and our dharmas are so closely aligned like you and i we do very similar things with different names and it's it's so important because i see so often women, men, anybody, any human being, they will be somebody who wants to make these changes and wants to go on this journey, but will get stuck by the suppression of codependency and thinking that they need X, Y, Z, what I embody within my program as well as the fact that not only did you go through the upgrade, but you became the upgrade, but it's about having the awareness and the tools and having that level of self-security within yourself that you can tackle whatever it is that's coming in and you can love yourself through that process so that you're able to constantly reevaluate once you've gone through that actual biohack. And the final thing I want to add to this, you know, going back to science, epigenetics, like it is the science of our genetics changing through the suggestions and the new way of living. So the more you can live and embody that practice and that upgrade and all of the tools that you gain and the systems that you become a part of, the more your DNA gets to change and evolve and become that new rebirthed version of you because your body has now caught up to you on a DNA level. It's not just your mindset. It'll start there. It starts as a mindset. And then it translates into an embodiment. But the longer you live in that embodiment, the more of that person you become literally DNA level like. And it's crazy when you realize that all of that is just like quantum or just like energetic, you know, yeah. it has to do with the energetic feel. 
all yeah. this like electromagnetism like feel yeah you know because sometimes we got so attached you know or codependency to to that issue that problem that person that that situation mm-hmm. that we don't understand that all this is science vibrations vibration light and sound the same way you were programmed yeah the same way you can be reprogrammed Mm -hmm. right so Mm -hmm. just like go back go back to sound vibration and light so what gives you vibration the food the environment the the, the things that you know are connected or surrounded by what gives you light some some people like gives you like you know being on dharma uh, doing this or, or blah right yeah and what is built the, the the sound like the sound healing you know that are you receiving or yeah. what's the rhythm what's the rhythm you are you know can like mm, tackling or just like bringing into your life that's also sound that give you you know the speed go back to the same you know so the same things of the same parameters that have programmed your life mm-hmm. and reprogram it science yeah, yeah. it's easy easy peasy, she says <laughs> it, really, it does it gets to come down to that though like yeah um and it's it's always funny because people are like well how do you do this with this same program like how is it the same program that helps this person lose weight this person hit first six-figure month and this person find their soulmate like it's science it is the simplicity of all of the different forces of nature and things that have existed so much longer than we have simply being utilized yeah because we don't have a formula for each of those like um mental you know destinations if we can call it like no okay so i want to get to this point right we don't work um just like with the with the mentality or, or the intention to get to that point we just work from the roots and the roots are are very 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 similar if we just like you know grab the essence of yeah. just like you know we all have been feeling lonely fear um no no here um devastated yeah you know a lot of things right and 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 it, it is it's probably different the direction you want to get or just like it, the, the the things that you want to accomplish, but that we are coming from the same place. Mm-hmm. We are coming from the same. So that's actually how we we treat it or we see it. And just it is a software. It yeah. is it is a software. So people believe that it works <laughs> people yeah. need to you know just like try it because it's just like you you will never be obviously the same person because you are upgrading and yeah. your DNA you know and if we talk about kundalini energy and how those integration like you know does and every time you elevate and elevate and yeah. it's like yeah. it is it is awesome I remember that we have this talk and you it was a talk it wasn't even a session that you and I got but just like the way um I was talking to you that day and you told me oh it seems like you have um 
attachment because I was telling you, oh, I feel like I want to move again. Yeah. Give me that comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. And and you you in an easily way you you can like pick it out, but you were like, girl, you have this attachment right now. I can see it. <laughs> And that's your comfort zone. You think that just like be moving or just people who see it from other perspective. You're, oh, well, how can you tell like attachment is just like be moving or just being uh, trying to get out of, you know, their comfort zone. That's also attachment. Yeah. Because we want to, you know, run away or, or, yeah. or don't face that. So, and that was so, that was so beautiful. Like just the way you bring it to me and, and you show me all of that. And I was like, it's true. You know what? I can say that that day, I felt that you make magic with me. <laughs> I was just like, it was like, it was like this. And then I, wow, it feels good because sometimes when you're, you know, like coach, mentor, right? Like you feel like you're, you're, you're playing that role in, in yeah. um in a very humble way, right? In a very humble way, you're guiding people, right? But at that day, I feel so guided and so like by you, but just like telling me and and that was a quick switch. It was yeah. just on and off, like this, this. And I was like, I got it, I got it. Don't <laughs> let me do my work. Like, first of all, thank you for allowing me to receive that because it literally just like, that's what fuels me in my work. That's why I do what I do. I fucking love helping people make those transformations. And I love that you and I connect the way that we do. And we have such expansive conversations the way we do, because it is, it's nothing short of magic. Sometimes all it comes down to is one sentence, one realization, one conversation where all of a sudden everything clicks and you can't go back from it. Once you've seen something, you can't unsee it. Once you realize something, you cannot unrealize it. It just becomes a new part of who you are and it gives direction to that new evolution and the the progression of who you're becoming in that time and that's so beautiful just like seeing it living it by you know yourself and also helping people to do the same it just like it, it probably like sometimes it's, it sounds a little bit romantic you know to it say is. that <laughs> when you are in that place and you're living it you're like fuck I love this drama I don't know it's just like the way we decide you know mm-hmm supporting and just like bringing like consciousness to this word that I guess is is the one it keep us you know glowing and flowing and yeah. just like, I guess we just won't do anything you know different than, than just this yeah yeah and once you're in that once you're in that field of alignment and you're in that flow and in that glow anytime you step out of it 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 becomes so obvious so fast like I remember being dragged out of my alignment and I would just continue to follow it. Like the toxic boyfriend that you're seeing or, you know, pursuing a career that's not made for you. Like it's so easy sometimes to continue to follow that because you're codependent on what it's supplying to you. But once you're so secure in who you are, it becomes really impossible to knock you off that track. So the next thing that I want to ask you is how can we empower women to focus on internal transformation and self-acceptance, self-love, rather than relying on external validation, external changes, and things of that nature? I will say that self-love, you know, it can become 
as harder as easier you know depends from you you know you want to see it it is and it is hard or can become hard because it is hard to shut down the noise you know shut down the noise and listen to it it's just like but it's still there and you're hearing those voices and i guess um if you create or you're you're conscious of just like creating a very like um supporter like system around you or surround yourself it will be so much easier just maintain it because you can feel that self-love one day a week a month right but then you're gonna be facing the same you know feeling of things or just like why i'm feeling this way again Mm -hmm. so it is it is it's also once you meet that self-love self-acceptance you know all this uh, goodies in life it can it can be those moments where you don't feel that you know that that way that's why this the supported system it can become more important than just like those kind of rituals like because we're not gonna tell you know woman or men just like okay go go give a self time right because that's something that immediately is going to make you feel good of course it has a placebo effect it has to make you good otherwise why you're doing it right Mm-hmm. But just more than that, I feel is more, okay, create your own ritual. So make it like a ritual. A ritual is something that becomes part of your daily routine, mm-hmm. right? Or just month routine, because if you're traveling, you know, each month, because you're connecting with your soul or your partner. So it's make it like a ritual, make it like a habit. There is something that you are like taking it serious it is a job yeah i heard i heard this from a psychologist is um the word like love uh, it can become like a verb you know something that you do it is is not something that you also feel yeah you feel love right it is a job it is a job and as a job requires action require things to do so like I'm not talking in a romantic way um, because it, it is more than that. Of course, you, you, you first fell in love with yourself. I guess right. that's the first step. So first of all, just fucking love yourself, fell in love with yourself because you are unique. There is nobody else in this world like you. Yeah. You got to fucking treat you like a precious, you know, yeah. like a precious thing. Yeah. So after that, just like give yourself what it requires to maintain that as a mindset, as a feeling, as an emotion, and that will be racial, that will be habits, that will be the supported system, that uh, it will be your family, your friends, upgrade your, as you're upgrading yourself, you got to upgrade your circle. Yeah. It is so important because those Two things goes together. Yeah. So you and they have to meet. They have to meet your needs. So don't think that you know. Sometimes this uh, healing journey can become a little bit, you know, the feeling of loneliness. 
because yeah. you're declaring a lot from your life. Let me tell you, that is a very good sign. It's okay just ending up with two girlfriends and, yeah. <laughs> and one friend. It is just okay. Trust me, you don't need more than that to go through your life. And don't feel bad for that. It's yeah. fine. It's yeah. totally fine. So I guess, I guess, yeah, that's that's what I can, you know, kind of grow up. Yeah. No, I think that's so beautiful. And you put it very well, like it has to be a priority. It has to be a ritual. It has to be something that you're intentionally making time for time and time and time again. I also love the part that you ended or that you added right at the end there about having a small circle or just refining a lot of your life because there will be people that no longer serve you and relationships that no longer serve you, but it could also be jobs. It could also be habits. It could also be things within your physical reality. It could be so many different things. It could be thought patterns at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like as you grow, you have to maintain and continuously do like the spring cleaning. I guess it has to be with life quality. I guess that could be the key word. Yeah. So just ask yourself from a very, very honest place. If this is going to give me quality, life quality, it yeah. is more, more grateful journey. Trust me that, that you're going to get not only the physical results, but just the strength that you're going to build, the character that you're going to build. And I feel that that brings more results you know, then just like taking the, the, the easy way. If yeah. We yeah. Call it easy. It's about, it's about making the right decision versus the easy one. And sometimes the right decision is the one that comes with the work that has to be put into it or the routines that have to be put into it. But at the end of the day, that prolonged gratification is worth so much more what might come in that instant gratification. You just say that, you just say that instant gratification. I feel that it is also like, um, like, um, operated. They just, that, that's the way they operate. Everything they want in life, they want to be instant, just like by the moment gratification, how much I'm going to get like how how long do I need to wait you know to return uh to get returns from this investment like everything is so instant and and that's a mental um that that's a mindset that's yeah. something that we believe that we need to actually like gather all those results just right away because otherwise I fail or it's not working oh, and that happens a lot in relationships as well we yeah. just like we just like got out from a relationship because it haven't it hasn't been working. And when you talk or ask that friend um for how long they were, you know, been together, of course there's like red flags. You don't have to stay longer just to you get to know that it's not going to work out. Right. But, but sometimes it's just like, oh no, we've just been dating for a month. Then you're like, yeah, give it a time. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. That's so true. And it goes back to the same thing that we were talking about before. Like there are core values, core principles in this world where sure you can put a couple sprinkles above them and glitter some things over if you want to. But at the end of the day, if you've got bullshit that's holding you back and it's attachment style or mindset or a lack of self-worth or whatever it is, there's no way you can glorify that. There's no way you can outrun that. That has to be an inner job that gets done. 
the last thing that I want to add, and it is reclaiming your power. Mm. So once you reclaim that power, right, you can give it away. You can give that power away again. So, mm-hmm. so you have it. It's like me, right? So I experienced that the implantation, I gave my power away. Now I reclaim it. So I have the power back. I see myself as authority. Why in the world I will give my power to another procedure or surgery or, you know, or thing that I, yeah. that I feel that is not going to uh, give me that life quality that I'm looking for. Uh, why do I want to do that again? So, so once you reclaim your power, your only job is maintain that power. Yeah. And don't give it away again. I mean, she loved if that happens to you once again, it's okay. That had to happen for some reason, right? Because you got and got the, you know, the lesson, the lesson yet, and you need to go through other things. That's totally fine. But I still always remind that the power is in you, with you, and for you to make things happen. So don't lose it. Yeah. Fuck. I love that. That was so good. <laughs> yeah. It's, once again, easy peasy. Once you get it, trust me, if you're, if you're a good, you know, life student, because we, we have to be life student just for life, you know, learning and, and unlearning and rewire and all of this thing. So once you, you take note of that, put it into practice, you, you you just have to keep it and the maintenance does get easier over time oh totally and less yeah. hopes value and <laughs> because it just like it's so it, it is so in your software right now yeah you just program it yeah just oh yeah mm-hmm. okay so carol if people want to connect with you they want to see like what you're doing connect with you in some way where can they connect with you how can they connect with you yeah okay so right now we are actually like building our website for like brain hacking love community and we've been traveling just like different like summits also educating ourselves and in all of this so we definitely want to be in this brain hacking culture life for life so the website is built them right now uh at the moment i have my own social media uh which is like caro with with a k caro mutis art um it's actually where i'm going to keep you know posting and sharing all the, the the programs and and whatever we know we keep like designing uh, for people, we also work with uh, neurotechnologies, neurotechnologies, but that's in Colombia location for now. We're going to be up in Miami, in Mexico. So just to stay tuned, it will, I will say just like my personal, you know, like social media for now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll link your Instagram on the show notes here. And then people who are listening, if you are fascinated by what Caro and her partner do and just the topics we've been talking about today, stay connected with her there. And as you guys develop things and as things get launched and expand, it's going to be really exciting to see. So I can't wait to see that. But again, it'll give more people opportunity to follow along and take part in the work that you do because 
it's fucking life-changing and again it is so true to you and your dharma and that is your mission here on earth and I am happy to share that with everybody that can possibly get their hands on that yeah I'm very 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 grateful just having this space sharing with you it's always been a pleasure and very fun like you know our paths and and, and journey they're not very you know separately from each other we really like share you know besides dharma a lot of interesting things and so i'm very grateful you brought me here so thank you so much and and i hope you know everyone enjoy you know listen our own experiences and, you know, at some point of those experiences, just like got to connect those points and click some of their, you know, uh, personal situation they're, they're going through. Yeah. And, and I really hope, hope we can, you know, be on this, on this loop always because it's such as a, you know, it brings such as a, a, a joy, a, like a lot of, you know, brightness and clarity. And and that's what I wish for you know everyone a lot of a lot of clarity and and just more than happiness it's just like harmony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has been a pleasure, and I know that everybody listening to this is going to pull so much value. And so again, just thank you so much for your time and for your expertise and your wisdom and your vulnerability and your shares and your honesty. Uh, because again, those are, those are not easy things to bring forth and you embodied it like a true goddess and for everybody listening, have a great rest of your day.